Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to mini-sode number 51 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. Today's topic is, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five ways to break a plateau. I was going to make this like five ways to break a fitness plateau or five ways to break a fat loss plateau. But honestly, uh, this could go for fat loss or muscle gain. So basically, or, or even strength gains, whatever it is that you're trying to do better, whatever it is uh, that you're trying to, uh, whatever plateau that you're trying to get through, these ways I think will really help. So no banter today, not much going on, except it's cold as shit in my basement right now. So that's why I'm wearing a jacket in the middle of summer. Um, okay, first way, track everything. You guys know I am a pretty big fan of uh, tracking things um, and also a fan of not tracking things or at least tracking things for a certain period of time, gain the knowledge that you need to, and then you don't have to ever track again. I spent years, uh, and you don't even need years, but I spent years tracking so that now I don't have to, right? But the first thing, because so whenever you're you're you have a black plateau, you're you're not losing fat, you're not gaining muscle, you're not making the progress that you think you should be making. So it only makes sense in order to make adjustments that are actually beneficial. You have to first know where you're making adjustments from, and I would advise only changing. Uh, so first, I would track everything for one to two weeks, get that baseline covered, and then change one little variable. Honestly, just from tracking everything, you may be able to get a big snapshot because it kind of gives you a macro view of everything. And whenever you take a step back and you look at what you're doing, you realize, oh shit, I'm eating dessert every single night. Or, oh shit, I'm only eating 80 grams of protein a day whenever I thought I was eating 150, right? So whenever these these things are highlighted from you tracking them, they start to uh, become uh, real because you first thought, oh, I, I was eating 80 grams or I thought I was eating 150 grams of protein. Now I'm only eating 80 grams. So yeah, the first thing I would say is track everything. I know it can be tedious, um, but if you actually want to break through the plateau, track everything, figure out what's going on, then you can make an adjustment. And ideally, changing one variable at a time, whenever you change a certain variable, meaning if you just uh, deduce 200 calories a day or something like that, then your fat loss will continue. Or you realize you're eating Monday through Thursday perfectly on your diet and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday comes, and then you're eating whatever you want. This just gives you a better idea objectively exactly what you're doing or not doing, and then you can change that. The second one is going to be focus on the process over the outcome. This, uh, I, do, I use this with most of my clients, honestly, and this just gets you out of your own head. Uh, for, for me, for example, so my business is, is coaching people online, right? I can get caught up if I don't gain a bunch of new clients. So the outcome that I'm searching for is gain new clients, right? But what, I, what, what happens whenever you focus on that is I start to get in my head whenever that outcome doesn't happen. And I, I start thinking about the output and not the input 
right? I start thinking about the outcome and not the process that leads to the favorable outcome that I'm looking for. So instead, if I focused on, okay, how much content am I putting out on a daily basis? How many people am I reaching out to and connecting with regularly, right? If I focus on those process goals every single day, the outcome it is going to happen eventually after a certain period of time because I can't control the outcome. I can't control um, how many people sign up or want to sign up with me or not. What I can control is how many Instagram posts I make in a week or how much, uh, um, how many people I talk to on a regular basis. So the same thing goes with the clients that I work with. And for for you guys, whenever it comes to fitness, you your, your outcome goal could be, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. It's like you can't force yourself to lose 20 pounds. Of course, you can take daily actions to eventually lose 20 pounds over a long period of time. But as far as just making it happen right away, it's not possible. So if you keep focusing on that, it can be very disconcerting whenever you only lose, say, two pounds because you're like, oh shit, I've still got 18 pounds to go. But two pounds is great progress. So what I would say instead is focus on the daily process goals that will lead to 20 pounds weight loss. And that would be eating protein with every meal, making sure that you have a fruit and vegetable or fruit or vegetable with every single meal or snack, making sure that you're hitting 10,000 steps every single day. You can control these factors, right? And if you do those day in and day out, day in and day out, most likely you're going to reach the outcome that you're looking for, right? So focusing on the process over the outcome can kind of take... uh, um, Take away some of the overwhelm because you see, okay, I've got to get these 20 pounds lost. But instead of focusing on that, you're like, okay, what am I doing today? Right. Instead of focusing on losing 20 pounds over an eight-week period, you're like, okay, what's what's for dinner tonight? Right. And if you're having protein with every meal, what's the protein source at my very next meal? This can this can somewhat make your world smaller, make your focus more narrow on your task at hand. And whenever you have this checklist of, okay, I need to do this every single day. It can kind of take some of the guesswork out. It can kind of take away some of the paralysis by analysis out. Uh, and you can actually start to probably make better progress than when you're only thinking about, okay, I need to lose 20 pounds. I need to lose 20 pounds. So what I would say is stop worrying about the outcome. Control what you can control. Focus on the process over the outcome. Okay, the third way is going to be maybe you just need to take a break right? Uh, Maybe you need a diet break. You've been in this dieting mindset or you actually have been dieting for months and months and months. And it's just, it's taking its toll on you. You're having too much stress. You're, 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 all you're doing is thinking about food, thinking about this outcome goal or whatever, like I I need to lose this weight. I need to lose this weight. And, and, and sometimes honestly with the people that I've worked with, sometimes whenever I'm just like, actually it happened with this girl, uh, at least on a, a smaller scale, it was that time of the month, right? And she was she was feeling super hungry, right? She's trying to lose body fat. She's feeling super hungry, which is which is normal, especially the week before uh, your period. We're all adults here. We can fucking say what it is. Um, the week week before your period, you get all these cravings, you get hungry. And so I was like, hey, listen, instead of just trying to restrict yourself and just uh, defeat those craving, cravings and feel bad, I was like, hey, just go ahead and eat a little bit more each day. So it was an extra like 200 or 300 extra calories per day. I was like, just just eat a little bit more. And actually by the end of the week, she had lost some weight. Uh, and so honestly, what it probably could have been was just a little bit of water weight from stress, uh, but also 
whenever you're really hungry, uh, especially for for females and uh, with a menstrual cycle, it's like you're hungry that week before for reasons, right? Your body is craving a little bit more energy than normal. So instead of trying to fight and resist against your body, sometimes giving it what it wants, at least in small calculated doses, uh, I think can be really beneficial for the goal at hand. Um, so yeah, something something like that, even just a week long where you're like, okay, you can make it more calculated where it's like, all right, I'm going to eat 300 extra calories per day than I normally do. Or at least like I'm going to go back up to maintenance calories, right? I'm, go- I'm just going to start eating somewhat normally again. And you, so you do that. And then maybe by the end of the week, you're feeling good. And maybe you've lost a little bit of weight uh, or, or maybe not, but at least you've got a little bit of a mental break during that time. And then you can start to put your foot on the gas again. Um, or if you just don't want to track at all and you just want to say, fuck it, and you just want to, uh, you know, eat whatever you want for for a week or two, you have to be okay with potentially adding. Actually, if you're going to do that, I would say don't track anything. Uh, try to just take your focus off of food entirely. What is two weeks for your entire life? Like you're trying to make, remember this, the dieting thing, your body, everything, your health. This is a long-term game. When I say long-term, I mean until you're put in a coffin and die, right? Like, so you you have some time to figure this out. I think that it's not going to be a big deal if you give yourself two weeks to not weigh yourself uh, on a scale, to not weigh any food, to not track anything, to not worry about any food rules, um, uh, nothing. I would say just go, go back to normal living as much as you can and then go from there. Then after those two weeks are up, then you're like, okay, I feel refreshed. I feel ready to go. Uh, I don't feel as restricted. I'm ready. Uh, I'm motivated to continue on the process uh, that I was on beforehand. So yeah, I would say either of those alternatives will work. Sometimes, yeah, you just need to take a break. And also with... Uh, with the gym, if you're feeling unmotivated from the gym, like it's just you feels like a chore or whatever, the the best motivation that and I guess with quarantine, a lot of you will probably understand whenever you just don't go to the gym for a week or two or something, your motivation to get back in the gym is just skyrockets, right? So that's something to consider. Don't worry and you're not going to lose tons of muscle or strength or anything like that. Take a couple days off take a breather, do what you need to do, and then come back with a clear mind. uh, And and just make sure that these are conscious choices. Make sure you're like, okay, I'm going to take a break until next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm going to assess how I feel. And if I'm feeling good, then it's time to push on the gas again. And I'm going to keep going with the goals I had before, right? Okay, take a break. That is the third way. So we have track everything, focus on the process over the outcome, take a break, And then the fourth way is going to be just be tougher. Sometimes you're not putting in as much work as you think you're doing. And I think this is where track everything. Obviously, you don't have to just pick one of these ways. They can overlap in some of them. Uh, But whenever you track everything, you realize maybe I'm just not as disciplined as I thought I was. So yeah, the fourth way is just be tougher, like try harder. Sometimes you're just being a little bitch and you need to work harder. That's okay. That's fine. As long as you recognize it, be self-aware, uh, and then you adjust. There, there's not much else, obviously, I have to say with that one. It's just sometimes we aren't trying as hard as we need to. And I think whenever you track, whenever you get an uh, objective snapshot on what you're doing or not do- doing, I can't talk, what you're doing or not doing, then it gives you an idea, okay, I need 
to push this a little bit harder. And and most of the time, you know if you're trying hard or not, hard enough or not. Like you can't bullshit yourself. Whenever you're not training hard enough, you know. Um, so yeah, that way, just be tougher. And last one, of course, I had to put it in here. The last way to break a plateau is hire a coach that knows what they're doing, right? So of course, you can use the link in the description. You can apply to work with me one-on-one. Um, but honestly, even if you don't work with me, I think that this is just a great idea. I've had, I think like five coaches over the past four years. I've had some fitness coaches and then also some business coaches. And and the main thing is just going to be the accountability and um, having someone. So here, here's the thing we can rationalize to ourselves just about anything. Like if you want that muffin at the end of the night or something, you can rationalize, oh, I'll just do a little bit extra cardio tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like you can rationalize whatever, or if I've got a piece of content, it's like, oh, I can just push that off till tomorrow. No one's making me do it today, right? But whenever you have a coach, then it's, it's very easy. And I've had clients tell me this before. It's like, it's very easy for them to let themselves down. It's very easy for us, me and you to let ourselves down than it is to let our coach down because then you're not only letting yourself down, but you're letting them down as well. So that's what they tell me. They're like, I, I don't care if, if, if I let myself down, I just didn't want to let you down. And I'm like, I, Hey, listen, outsource that motivation to me if you need to. Uh, so, so yeah, as far as hiring a coach, uh, and then of course, like, the making sure it's an intelligent plan, making sure that you're doing what is necessary in a smart and intelligent fashion, just from somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing with diet and exercise can also have its perks because it can get you there faster. Uh, You don't have to think as much. You can kind of outsource that worry and anxiety of, am I doing what I need to be doing? You can outsource that to someone who has done it multiple times before um, the exact thing that you're you're looking for. Uh, And they can kind of reassure you, somebody to talk to, et cetera, et cetera. If you want to talk more about me being your coach, definitely apply using the link below or send me a DM, email, whatever. Um, All right, ladies and gents, real quick, the five ways to break a plateau, track everything, focus on the process over the outcome. Three is take a break. Four is just be tougher. And five, hire a coach who knows what they're doing preferably me. All right. And that is it for Minnesota number 51 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. Thank you as always for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening. 